Mate, <laughs> if someone said to me, you can find out about the order sequel if you do mouth, like mouth and bum stuff, I'd be like... <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Well Played DLC podcast, episode 59, Australia's best gaming podcast after a week off of podcasting podcast. Shout outs to being a podcast. I'm Zach Jackson and joined by this week, Kieran Verbruge. Hello. And Jordan's not here, so we're joined by Adam Ryan. Jeez, I got the fourth introduction after someone who isn't even here. That's a bit rough. <laughs> There's three of us and you've got to introduce fourth. Yeah, Jesus. <laughs> I'll see how it is. Well, a week off. Are we all refreshed, recharged, rejuvenated, re... That no, should end it at the other one. Uh, how are we all? Yeah, good. Yeah, all right. Doing well. Yeah? Kicking along. I heard uh, Tazzy's closed the borders uptight for another couple of months yep. December 1st till December wow so we'll see yeah, how that goes yeah it's actually not gonna lie I'm a bit uh, devo about that news yeah uh, yeah well, I was hoping to uh, see the old man before the I'm, end of the year but I'm 23 I mean, mate I'm 23 Christmas. wouldn't call myself an old man well you know you're older than older 22 than year olds yeah yeah I'm no, yeah, that's no, fair. Gonna have to um, have some other other yeah, plans, or even him mate. just uh, coming here. Yeah, yeah that was. Uh, anyway, because um, yeah, Kieran and I were uh, stuck in Melbourne. Can't leave Melbourne, as we I think we might have discussed this a couple of weeks ago. But uh, when the uh, restrictions ease, I was hoping to venture out of Victoria, maybe you know, back home for. A week or up north, but yeah, looks like definitely not going. Not happening. Down south. Nah, not happening. Not happening. Kieran, how are you? Uh, I'm all right. Just started uh, a little bit of time off. Very Took nice. uh, dipped into my long service leave, so I got three weeks away from work. Yeah, nice. How um, how much long service leave did you have? Uh, six and a half weeks. Nice. Yeah. Have, have you taken any previously, or is that just... No, nah, that's that's the first of it. Nice. Uh, so, yeah. I've got, about, I've, got the, I've got about the same as well left. Mm. Um, yeah, very cool. Very nice. Uh, what are you planning on doing? Fuck all, because you can't go anywhere. Basically, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, um, I don't know. I want to I wanna catch up on a bunch of stuff and... I don't know. Make me try some... Alakhan's gun? Yeah, nah. <laughs> nah, I will be catching up on a lot of gaming. Maybe finish my pledges. Hmm. <coughs> Sorry, I swallowed too early. Um, <laughs> Feels <laughs> like hazard that. <laughs> um. <clears throat> yeah. So if if you finish your pledges before me, I have to play Alakhan's Gun. Yeah, you do. That, that's what I just said. And you just, you just oh, said no. I thought you were telling me to play an <laughs> Alakhan's Gun. I no. missed that. You just mentioned the name of the Fuck game. Fuck off. Made him feel ill. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I better get that installed. Actually, I think it's still installed. Oh, speaking of that, we, we can talk about that a bit later. Yeah, we I can. Disastrous pledge. 
um, moment. But uh, yeah, nice. Uh, Anything in particular that you're keen to play? Um, no, not really. I kind of I I didn't time it so great with like new releases because there's nothing mm. like major coming out in the next few weeks. Lots of little stuff, but um, yeah, I timed it more with you know stage four restrictions. Works a Makes bit sense. passive at the moment, so yeah, I'm like might as well make use of it. That's it. They should uh, maybe start with a clean slate for the new generation, perhaps. Fingers crossed. Fingers and toes, my friend. Mr. Ryan, how's the uh, how's the carpets? Clean? Mate, freshly clean. I gave gave him a good vac this afternoon. Did some did some housework with with Key. Went for mm. a went for a walk while it was while it was sunny for Ooh. all of about an hour and a half and now it's pissing down with rain again. Nice. Um, so made the most of that and then just had class for the rest of the day. So bit of a mixed bag, but yeah, kicking along. Do you ever use like carpet perfume? Carpet perfume. Is that even a thing? Well, I live, yeah, like, ever, I live across the street you... from a car wash. So I just, you know how they have those, um, the car <laughs> fresheners, really? the little guns? Which car wash? Uh, the only the only one in Launceston. Nah, the the Tassie wash. The one across the street from the Cheesecake Factory. Mate, I've got everything. I've got oh, cheesecake. You live there. Got a car wash. I mean, what else do you need? Do you want to know a real just throwback story that no one's really going to know what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, go on. But the first ever DigiD album cover... Um, was actually a photo taken at that car wash. It was of it was of the detergents. Um, Amazing! <laughs> I couldn't love that anymore if I tried. <laughs> it was when it, it was when it was called like car lovers or wash lovers or something. Yeah, or? mate, that's she, she's well back in the day. Um, but yeah, that's excellent. There you go. <clears throat> um, yeah, nice, very very nice game. So we took a week off. Hmm. But games mm. didn't. They kept kicking along. They did. <laughs> they kept coming. Uh, what did we do a little week off, Kieran? Uh, Worked. <laughs> yep. Uh, I've played a couple of things I can't talk about yet. Yes. What else have I played, though? Yes, um, so. Just... A shitload of Fall Guys, to be honest. Yeah, I was going to say, every time I log on to my PS4, that's what you're playing. <laughs> and it just so happens Did... because I'm playing the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Haven't you, um... Playing Old Mate? Big Kafka? Ah, oh, no, yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe... Oh, I played like an hour of it. Oh. Um, Yeah, no, I have been playing a, a game called Metamorphosis, which is... Uh, loosely based on the novella by Franz Kafka. Um, basically a story about a guy that gets turned into a bug. Um, but in the in the novel, he's human-sized, and in the game, he's bug-sized. So it's yeah, kind right. of like a, like a switch perspective kind of thing. So you're crawling around like giant-sized environments and solving puzzles and stuff. It's, um, it's a bit janky, but it, I actually quite like it now. Um, I know when I first started playing it, I said to you that it wasn't very good. Mm. um is is definitely like very indie in a lot of like the production value side of things but it's it's quite fun i like it nice it's a cool concept um, but other than that four guys have you um uh sorry let, let me rephrase that question are you going for the platinum in four guys mm. yeah i mean i would like to i've got 
I'm pretty sure I've just got the one stupid ass trophy left to get, mm. which is winning five times in a row, which the closest I've come is three. Three still. Um, that's, that's a fair effort. <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, but I don't know if it's ever going to happen. There's so much like luck involved. Point, it's just luck. Yeah, exactly. It's just luck at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that'll be interesting, but like, I've got everything else. I've like, I've hit the level cap for the season. Um, I've got like 23, 24 wins in total. What? Flex. Yeah. How many you got, Adam? I thought I was king shit. I have five. I was like, mate. Mate, That's pretty good. I've got crayons (laughs) all over my room. I've got a trophy room just for my crayons with all five of them. But now I feel so inferior. Yeah, you should. Jesus. I can't believe we haven't played together. We definitely need to. The game is a lot of fun when you have a few mates playing. Yeah, yeah, Zach involved. I've uh I have activated the PS plus um download. I just haven't it's actually first step. Down, haven't downloaded it. Question for you though, just on four guys, I was listening to insert podcast that I don't remember what it I think it she might have been Giant Bomb. Um Do they hate it? That's pretty much the one no <laughs> no. One that I listen to most of the time. But um they said that uh, with this, it's, I think, kind of what you guys just said before, that it's very much about, like, you can't sort of, like, well, you can, but you can't really be good at this game in, like, the sense that your wins are based on more luck than actual mm. skill kind of thing. Where, you know, whereas if you're good at, like, a different, like, a first-person game or FIFA or whatever, you know, your skill can get you wins, whereas in this it's more, to, a lot more luck. To an extent, I think. Like, you definitely, you definitely can be good at, the mini games that's yeah you can you can you know you can get skillful at those but it's a lot of it is which mini games come up um mixed in with the team games so if you get put in a team that is dreadful yellow. or just not yeah if you get put in yellow team you <laughs> fucked pretty well um so yeah with with that side of things um yeah they're pretty on the mark like if you if you get chucked in a team game and you have mismatched teams or just teams that don't know what they're doing, then, yeah, you're in trouble. Hmm. Hmm. Nice. Um, Adam, what have you been playing? Yeah, four guys. Four guys? <laughs> four, guys. Um, four guys. I've played a little bit of Apex to, to round off the season five. Season six started um, at 3 p.m. today. Um Tuesday the 18th for those who are who are listening um so I'll probably be playing that for the foreseeable future um but yeah honestly I've not been playing much outside of outside of those two though that's been the mm. the main squeeze nice um what about you mate what have you been playing well if we're not talking reviews I've been trying to pump through Greedfall because I'm like, fuck, I'm kind of sick of playing this game. Um, Because I think playing it in like the small little chunks that I do makes me not sort of enjoy it as much. But when I kind of have a bit more time with it, I I do actually kind of like it. Um, I do think that maybe it's probably not exactly for me, that older style RPG. Mm. There are elements that I kind of, yeah, don't enjoy too much. Um, Like, uh, like combat for example when um, some of the animals right they don't sort of roam the earth or like like the world like they just kind of sit in the one place 
Uh, and you just, yeah. And when you like load back, you know, when you fast travel back to a point, you know, they've reappeared kind of thing. Um, yeah, that kind of annoys me a bit because it's, the combat now, is, it's like it's <clears throat> I'm leveled up to the point where it's pretty easy. So like I'm kind of just trying to pump through the story. Um, but yeah, I've, but the quests are fucking, like they're so like back and forth and long and just... Yeah, anyway, uh, I'm getting through that. But yeah, the, the thing I was going to say just before is um, I had a moment a couple of weeks ago, about a week ago. Uh, mm. I think it, it might have even been the podcast night we were going to have it last week. Um, and I was like, oh yeah, I've got nothing to review. I'm waiting on a couple of codes, but they haven't come through yet. So I'll just keep smashing out um, Greedfall. And my hard drive wouldn't connect to the, to the Xbox. Ooh. And I was like... Okay, and like normally when I turn on the PS4, I mean PS4, PS4, when I turn on turn on the Xbox, uh, I have to unplug the USB hard drive and plug it back in, and then it just sort of reconnects, and I'm good to go. Um, but this time it didn't do it, and I was like, okay. So I tried a couple times, and I then I pulled it and I put it in in the front port. Nothing happened. There was definitely uh, like a light on the hard drive, and there was no like ticking or sound like like that. So I was like, the hard drive is excuse me it should be fine turn off the console completely i was like all right let's uh go let's go back maybe it's just having a moment so turn it back on nah nothing lights lights still on so like the hard drive light is on and i'm like god what the fuck anyway so i plug it into my computer i like it like i like i do a bit of google searching and i just go so i plug it into computer just to see if the hard drive still works so i go into device manager and um disk management and it comes up and it goes it has this thing where it's like you got to uh, mount or something you got to mount this drive or whatever i was like okay cool whatever not really realizing like what, what it said um and then i clicked okay and then all of a sudden it had like 930 gig free and i was like fuck oh. <laughs> uh-oh fuck yeah uh-oh um and then i plugged it back into the xbox bang worked fine no problems instantly oh. instantly recognize it right wow but you know what's going to happen, don't you? You know what's happened. Everything off the hard drive's gone. <sighs> so I was freaking out being like, fuck, if I've lost my fucking save file, because <laughs> if this install is saved on the hard drive and the save file is saved to the hard drive, um, I'm fucked. Like, I'm yeah. going to have to ask for like mercy on this pledge. Like, have like a mercy fucking card. Because <laughs> um, I've spent so much time playing this fucking game and then... But then after I finally installed it back on, I in, and I installed it back onto the, the main drive this time and I loaded it up and I was like, come on, please, baby. And bang, there it was. Yeah, boy. Still there. So that Jesus. was, uh, thank God for that. But while it was installing, because I was like, I can't, I can't play uh, Greedfall, I was like, uh, what can I play? Like, what, what, what can I play? I've got a bunch of games. Oh, I might play Shinobalite, of all things. <laughs> sure. Um, so I started a new, a new run of that. Uh, and about 15 minutes in, um, crashed. And I was like, nice. Uh, and that's pretty much all I've played apart from the couple of wow. games that we'll talk about. Um, I haven't really had much time for games, man. Like, yeah, work's been yeah, fair enough. crazy. And um, yeah, I don't even think, i try to think if anything else I've played. No, but um, I'm not sure if I've told you this, Kieran. I think I might have. Remember, but I haven't quite. Don't know if I've said it on the potty, but I uh, remember how you recommended Anna buy Luigi's Mansion. Uh, I mean, I said yes to it being an option. Yeah, she loves it. 
Yeah, fuck yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, she's a big fan. Thought she would. Um, so yeah, thank thank you for that. But um, should we talk? I think I'm the only one who can talk about review games here. Think you are. Well, yeah. So I'm reviewing a couple of games at the moment. I've got a nice little uh, pile growing. I've got uh, Battletoads. I got Microsoft Flight Simulator, and I got PGA Golf. PGA Golf I haven't even started, so we won't even talk about that this week. Uh, Flight Simulator, I've only sort of touched the surface of it, so we'll quickly dive into that. But uh, yeah, this is not normally my kind of game. Is anyone else interested in Flight Sim? I mean, I've been trying to install it all day. Oh, did you buy it? (laughs) No, I've got it on Game Pass. Of course. Why did I think of that? That's been done, wasn't it? Hmm. Um, so that'll be just, your entire week yeah. is waiting for that to download then. So, all right, yeah. okay, right. That, so that makes, okay, that makes your tweet make sense then. <laughs> um, so you've had the same thing? Uh, yeah. So I, <laughs> I, pre, I preloaded it uh, like got a week ago, <laughs> whenever the preload started on Game Pass, because I got a little notification on my desktop. It yeah. was like, preload it now. So I was like, oh yeah, sick. Press the button. And then I was mm. like, you know what? Uh, I have a little bit of time today. I'm going to sit down on my computer. I'm going to play Flight Sim. Um, and yeah, then I discovered the thing that everyone else has discovered and that the preload was for the installer client and not the actual yeah. fucking game. <laughs> Which is so bizarre because when I when I put in the code that uh, Xbox gave me, shout outs, um, it was like, oh, this is 125 gigs or whatever. And I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to leave that. Gonna gonna let you do your thing in the background. Um, computer was going off its tits. Mm. Um, I think that's when I wrote that Xbox articles when that was downloading. So no, I'm oh, that and I played some Battletoads, but I was like, oh, I'll leave it. So I basically didn't, didn't touch my computer for like twelve hours, right? I just let it go. And then I went to play it on Sunday, and the fucking <laughs> it was like, oh, here's another ninety-five gigs of download. <laughs> Jesus. Because I went into it. Like I, because it was like, oh, hey, flight simulator is installed. Like, so you go, yeah. Hey, let's. That's let's what do you it. do. Like, it gives you the like, when you mm. when you start it up, it's like in-game visuals of like planes flying around and like the airport and stuff. And you're like, cool, like this is the game. But then it's like, no, this is just like a one gig installer, and now you got to install the other ninety something. What a cock tease that is. I don't know. A cockpit such... tease, mate. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, not bad. But have you have you? gotten have you gotten it up yet no i've (laughs) I've still got another 25 gig downloading jesus christ it's it's it yeah that's that's the other thing it's not even like going it's not downloading as fast as it could be like this should have taken maybe like an hour or two hours but it's been going all day yeah i think mine took a good like yeah five six seven hours or so um but yeah Mm. okay so i've i actually did get a chance to to start it um, it's fucking hard. I mean, I'm not surprised that it's hard, but it's hard. It's harder than what I thought it was going to be. Uh, I, you can make it pretty easy. You can pretty much set all the settings like to assist mode and, and that. But I think in the tutorials, it doesn't count. Like it basically teaches you, it just throws you like in the deep end kind of thing and just says, hey, learn. So even though I've got like all the settings to like being like super easy, the actual trainings are not, like they're all um, as if you know you were learning properly, kind of thing, which is good, I guess, because you learn like the mechanics. But yeah, it's fucking hard, um, and I'm not a good pilot. 
I'm just going to throw that out there. <laughs> like, if we ever go on like a plane trip and one of us needs to like fly out somewhere, I'm not your guy. Um, <laughs> Rough. Yeah, it's like I think I don't know. Like I don't want to say because this makes me sound like I'm either really bad at games or. I'm well, we just knew that. Yeah, that's shit. what it is. But I feel like my 360 controller isn't <laughs> like isn't like compatible with it. Like because I've got one of those USB cords you know you know the, well, i think i think i got it from jb like a usb yeah um but that i just have always plugged into my pc because that's just what i always use but yeah it's like some of the training like button prompts like i'm pushing them right and just nothing happens i think you need a new controller yeah well okay, i don't good. have this problem i don't have this problem anywhere else also random question but sidebar does xbox 360 pc controllers uh have stick drift because i reckon this has got I mean, all controllers can potentially yeah, have stick drift. Yeah. You know what? Like, what three of my DualShock 4s have started doing mm. that in the last two weeks. Yeah. Oh, I've got one. I think I've got one that's done it. Um, one of them is my 500 mil. No. One of them is my rose gold. luck with that, um, that console, have you? Ah, oh, mate. Yeah. But... um. Yeah, so anyway, what I discovered, and this is why I was like fucking just a bit stupid with it, is that it's when it says you can play with a controller, you actually need to play with a controller and keyboard because there's so yeah, many I heard commands. That. That, yeah, so that kind of I, like I didn't know that. So I'm here trying to, it's telling me to push these fucking buttons and do this shit. I'm like, mate, I'm pushing all the buttons on the controller, nothing is happening. So I'm getting <laughs> cranky. Um, then I then I figured out that yeah, there's, there are some prompts that you just have to use with like a um, keyboard, and like you obviously, we well, don't obviously, but, but you also have to you like use a mouse because that'll change. Like it's just an easier way to change your view in the cockpit. So if you need to like push like your throttle knob or whatever like like that, it's just yeah, like you can't really do it without a keyboard and mouse, even though you're using a controller. Anyway, so I'm, I'm about halfway through the tutorial because I'm fucking shit <laughs> and I just keep fucking crashing. Um, like, I feel like, yeah, it's just... I'm, I think now I'm kind of just starting to get the hang of it. Um, and, like, I'm enjoying it, but when the t- the, the failing the tutorial <laughs> makes me, like, Jesus. not enjoy it, it's, I, I feel like I just... I, I, I feel like the, the fact that I'm reviewing it makes me feel like I have to be good at it. Um, so I kind of feel stressed when I don't like when I don't pass it, um, but I'm I think I've got kind of get in the hang of it now. But uh, I do have a funny story for you. I haven't actually been on a flight anywhere yet. Uh, my first trip is actually going to be to Tassie, so hey. I wonder if the uh, I wonder if the Cute. Beagle will be at the airport, mate. Um, Everybody hopes so. But I did the so there's um, different training for like learning like all your bits and pieces like on the dashboard there and like yeah all that stuff right and then take off and landing but then uh once you do all that there's a training module that, that is like all of it kind of together so you take off and then you got to circle around and land um and i fucking sucked i sucked at fucking landing for ages like i failed the landing one like half a dozen times before i finally fucking nailed like landing um anyway so i, I do this uh training module and you got to take off, and I take off, and it's beautiful. Life's great. Um, then you got to do this turn, so you turn around, and you know, mate, 
the uh, the announcer. She's loving my turn. I go back down the other end, do another turn. I land the plane. I'm like, how easy is this, mate? How easy is flying a bloody plane? <laughs> uh, and then she goes, hey, you, you actually can't land. You can't stop dead on the runway. You've got to like pull into like one of the taxiways. And I was like, Tosti! I mean, get the fuck. <laughs> You're editing it, uh, mate. Yeah. Um, I'm like, I'm going to pull out wherever I want. And, you know, she's like, please, like, taxi into, like, one of the ways. I was like, okay, yeah, cool. I got it. So I jimmy up the throttle and I just shoot off into, like, a bunch of planes and fail the fucking training. <laughs> I was like, 12 minutes of my bloody Excellent. time. Gone. Love it. I, like, did this perfect landing and I was like, this is great. I'm good to go. I'm flying. And then failed the fucking training. Couldn't believe Sorry, it. Sorry, man. And I was like, and then I tried to do it again, and my computer, sorry, the game kept crashing. So uh, I then tried nice. again, and it crashed again. So I was like, yeah, no, nah, not my night. So so what you're saying I is you need Kieran to step in and be good at the game for you. Well, yeah. You I don't do that. I do puzzles, not fucking do the review because <laughs> bloody, I can't even load the game. But yeah, like it was working fine, like no problems. And then maybe it just doesn't want me to be a pilot. Maybe it's safer no. if I'm out of the air well it's uh, like uh, I'm, I'm sorry i was just gonna say that's like that's the, the weird thing about this whole release is like there's been so much hype from like microsoft and like influencers and you know it's getting glowing reviews and stuff and i'm just imagining all these people like booting up the game today and just being like oh okay yeah it's a flight sim i don't like flying planes <laughs> like <laughs> Like, uh, like, right. I want to. I want to yeah, just like, like see like all the cool. It's definitely like I just want to soar through the air and look at scenery and stuff. And that's what it's. It mm. looks like is the best part about it. But then like, there's like a whole community of people that play these games to be Sims, and that's who it's for. It's not for like. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I don't know. And it's like obviously it's going to be better if you have one of those like flight joystick thingies and you know that kind of set up and um, yeah but what kind of nerd do you have to be i know well what one of my very very young young one of my first mates that i had um he he was like a big fan of the like the flight sims and he had the his dad like loved it as well like it was like uh maybe like flight sim 98 or something like that 95 like i can't remember what year it was but it was one of those ones way back then and i remember playing that and being like yeah this is actually kind of cool but um, yeah, this is next level. I mean, it's impressive. You know, there's shit that's like, um, like it's got real time weather. So if you're, like, if you're in Tassie now, uh, like trying to take off from Lonnie, right, and it's just pissing down raining, as Adam says, like the actual game would be pissing down raining, kind of thing. Like, I mean, you can turn that off, but yeah, like that's how kind of, uh, um, what's the right word? Like real world tech yeah. stuff that sort of use which is cool and probably like the coolest thing or one of the coolest things is it's actually made by or maybe it's made with i I don't not fully sure if they've made this game by themselves or if they've just helped out with it but uh sobo studios who made a plague tale like they've actually co-developed this which is yeah right when you can and connect disney adventures rush and what's that connect disney adventures rush don't forget that sorry never forget i apologize I apologize. Um, but yeah, they, which is crazy. Like when you think about that game and then you look at this, um, is, and it looks, it is looks there, great too. Is there rats? There, 
there might be rats in my plane because it's bloody lying at the bottom of the forest <laughs> somewhere. Um, no, so there, that's uh, it's good for them. But I know the CEO of that studio, he's a pilot, so I wonder how much sort of influence um, mm-hmm. that has. Like, yeah, I follow him on t- Twitter and they... Uh, so when they started them. making it, he was like, you know what, what if we put planes in this game? That's it. Um, <laughs> they were just going to make Microsoft Simulator at first. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but I'm keen to get back into it. Um, yeah, I didn't actually expect to talk about it for that long, but yeah, no, I'm keen to play more. I'm keen to actually go on a plane ride. I think I'm going to just wing it. Hey. Uh-huh. Hey. And uh, just not do the other training because it kind of seems. Because um, what could go wrong with that? Jumping in a plane exactly. and not knowing how to fly. Well, mate, if you just turn on AI, not AI, what's it? Um, autopilot. Um, do that while you, before you've taken off. See how it goes. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Um, Battletoads. I've been playing Battletoads. And I've actually been pretty keen for this game for a while, as you probably know. Mm. Uh, Kieran, you're kind of keen, or you are keen? I can't quite remember. Yeah, I'm fairly clean. Clean? I mean, I am. (laughs) (laughs) I'm clean as well. (laughs) I mean, it's good to know. Thanks for filling us in. (laughs) Uh, shit. Um, yeah, no, I'm I'm fairly keen for it. I remember playing the originals back in the day and fucking mm. hating how brutally difficult they were. So it was. I'm excited slash not excited about that. Mm. Um, easiest flying Adam, a plane. Hello. Are you excited for Battletoads? Do you even know what, what Battletoads are? Were you even born when Battletoads right, came out? All right, all right, all right. He's up, he's Sorry. up. Sorry. Um, I have played Battletoads. All right, uh, and... Metamicon, down. All right, all right, all right. Um, nah, it's not really, it's not my jam. I know a bunch of people that are incredibly keen for it, but yeah, it's it's the mm. the difficulty of the <clears throat> the original just didn't, mm. didn't do much for me. It was very hard. Uh, and, th- and that's probably... The thing that's like remembered most, I mean, it, it is like the thing that it's known most for is it's just being brutally hard. Like, I don't think, is was it even a good game? Like, I don't even remember. I just remember it being hard. I just remember was, getting frustrated yeah. more than anything. Um, because I was shit at yeah. fairness. But yeah, so Xbox, um, sorry, Microsoft Games Studios, and uh, is it Rare and... Is it Dar- Darla? I should know this because I've been playing it. Uh, I think it's Darla Studios <clears throat> or games or whatever like that. Uh, yeah, they've uh, rebooted Battle Toads, um, and I've nearly f- um, well, I'm, I believe I'm near the end of it. Um, and Kieran, I've pretty much told you last time that I was having pretty good fun with it. Hmm. Uh, I'm still having fun, but it's losing me a touch. Oh. Uh, it nails, like, I think the a lot of people, if you look on, like, Reset Era and Reddit and those other sort of main digital internet gaming hangout places, uh, a lot of people weren't very keen on, like, the art style. They were like, yeah, this looks kind of shit. You know, don't like the direction that it's going. But at first I was like, oh, this is a bit... It's different. Like I've got to have, I've got to get used to it. But now that I'm like I've played it and I've seen it, I reckon the art style is 
excellent fantastic i, I really like um, the, the art um, style they went with it yeah i thought it looked totally, really good totally nails yeah like like i thought like i was like yeah this is kind of cool but i was like it's not it's like that thing you know it's not what i remember so it takes it just took a little bit for me to come around um whereas other people were just like not nah, not a fan at all but mm. like it's it really does look like a cartoon like that you play in a cartoon yeah um it looks like um street sharks and like the old school ninja turtles games like it plays like one of those cartoons um and in terms of like yeah art and that sort of stuff it's it's probably it's probably a 10 like in the art style that they've like for how they've brought it back to life it's it's excellent um so the battle toads are rash zits and pimple um three names i never really understood why they chose those but um that's their names uh and i can't really remember what the story is actually even about but i know that you wake up well wake up or you kind of wake up i guess after like 20 or something 25 years um and then sort of go on this this quest and there's a, a couple of characters from uh, the first game that you kind of uh, team up with and there then you just kind of just go on this I don't even really even know like what's going on to be honest <laughs> uh, which is I don't know if that's a poor reflection on my attention span <laughs> for when I'm playing it or if just the story is just so like forgettable that I've forgotten it um, but it's like it's I, I don't think it really needs it's, it's kind of like I'm probably going to use this com- this comparison a bit but it's kind of like Streets of Rage 4, Kieran. You know, like, I don't even, I don't really even remember what that story, yeah. story was. And I gave that game a 10, you know. Um, I, yeah, you know, I don't think it's, yeah. like, a no. massive component yeah. no. of like those sorts a, of games. It's a beat-em-up. Um, you don't really but, yeah, but, but there's the thing. Wait, are you talking about Streets of Rage or Battletoads? Battletoads. Either. Yeah, okay, cool. So there's this is where the problems start to come. Um, the beat-em-up gameplay of this is awesome. Uh and I'd nearly say it's on par with Streets Rage 4 in terms right. of just how fun it is. It is, it is uh, I think it feels a little bit more repetitive than Streets Rage 4, but that could just be a little bit of bias coming from from my love for uh, Streets of Rage. But yeah, like the gameplay is super fun. There's a whole, there's a lot more to it too. So um, your characters, you can tag. The biggest problem that I can, I've got with it is in in this regard is that it's only local co-op um yeah so there's no online co-op and i don't know if that's coming later or not um i don't believe i've read that it is but so it's only yeah like couch co-op kind of super disappointing yeah because when we played um old mate stretch rage 4 like that was tons of fun like that was really good fun um you know and when i played it by myself it wasn't as good uh and this is sort of the case here like you have the, the three characters and you can tag in and out uh, between those three characters. But I just feel like having the ability to play with someone else would just elevate it just a whole other level. But yeah, so each character has sort of their own moveset, I guess, if you if you will. And you've got like um, like a special, like a block or, uh, or like a stun move, um, jumping up and some other kind of uh, moves and stuff. And they're all like tailored and all the animations like there's one where you're rash i think i think it's rash and you if you, if you jump up in the air and you push circle uh not circle uh 
B on the controller, it'll turn into like this shark and dives like into the ground and does like a wave sort of damage kind of thing. Um, and like all the like animations and stuff are awesome. Um, but yeah, so each, each character's got their moveset. Rashes, I'm trying to think here, yeah, like Rashes is a bit faster. Rashes zits are a bit, uh, I, I like the faster ones. And Pimple's like a kind of a bigger brute kind of one. So he's got, uh, he doesn't have like the agility and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, like it, it does a good job of sort of introducing newer um, mechanics like as you kind of go and uh, there's like, you can use like your tongue because I can't even really even recall the first one, but yeah, you can use your tongue to sort of, it's kind of like scorpions get over here. You, you use your tongue to bring them to you and stuff like that. Um, I do that. And you can, and you can, <laughs> and you can like spit on them. It's, it's almost like, it Same. looks like it's, it looks like the spitting bubble going on. Oh. Um, and it's sort of like, uh, you know, quills them for like, three or five seconds or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the the primary foundation there is, is, is that it's a beat-em-up. But, and this is where the fun sort of starts to die a little bit. Um, the broken up in between the beat-em-up sections are like these mini-games. Um, and some of them are kind of cool and funny. Others are kind of, hard like like some some of them are quite hard so there's like a biking kind of one um which is actually like it's pretty fun but it it's it goes for too long um i mean it gets kind of hard but it's not overly challenging at this point because i think this is like one of the first kind of mini games yeah like mini games probably a bad bad word for these because it's it's almost like there's three components there's the beat em up sections then there's the battle toad like uh other kind of style like like this driving kind of one and then there's like the mini games but we'll just call these kind of things mini games when, when they're not beat them up but yeah so there's a biking one which is kind of cool then there's another one where you kind of uh you escape somewhere by jumping on someone's like unconscious or dead body or whatever and there's like each uh like environment so whether it's ice carpet or sponge i think it is you have to like push you know, triangle, I'm oh, sorry not to keep saying PlayStation, uh, X, Y, and like B and stuff. And, you know, it's it gets like quite difficult and stuff. And, and they're quite good. They probably do go on for a little bit too long, but they are quite good. Then there's like these mini games and they're kind of like, they throw these in. It's almost like they add them in to make the game a bit longer. Also to kind of give you a bit of a challenge because the beat em up sections aren't overly challenging. But there's things like Space Invaders. Like we all know what that is. It's it's all it's kind of like if Reso Gun was like a single player Space Invader game. That's kind of what there's multiple sections like this where they I've I've sent Kieran a little cheeky video um, and they ramp up in difficulty and they're very very hard, but they're kind of they're in there so much. Like there's three sets of these sections with the Space Invader t- type gameplay, like the twin stick shooter stuff. It's just it kind of loses, it's almost like this game has an identity crisis. It's like it's not confident enough to let the beat-em-up stuff carry it for five hours or whatever. Mm. It needs to add in these other elements to kind of mix it up. But then it's it's almost like there's too much going on, if that makes sense. Yeah. Whereas I feel like with Streets of Rage, it was like what, three hours long, but like it, 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 like it knew what it wanted to do. So it was yeah. just constant, you know, just... Yeah just beat them up whereas this is 
Yeah, and there's there's one that I've, I've just finished right, like right before the podcast, and I reckon it is the shittest and worst mini game I've ever played. Oof, wow, it's fucking junk. It, I I reckon it nearly drops it down two points. It nearly loses. It probably goes from being an eight, seven and a half, eight to like a six based on this mini game. Jesus, uh, it, it probably won't be a six because I'm probably just being a bit harsh at the moment. But it fucking sucks. There's no. It's hard to explain without sort of seeing any like like visual to it, but you're in like you have to like do all these it's like a mini game made up of mini games so there's all these little bits and pieces you got to do so like set of uh, set of frequency um you got to like hold two uh like like uh graph level things in the right spot for a couple of seconds um do like button prompts in like time like time button prompts all in the right time you get about 40 seconds to do all these prompts right and that's fine like i, I don't really have a problem with that as but they don't tell you which one you're doing. There's no sort of indication on which one you're actually doing. Like I couldn't find any. I had to flick the buttons because it uses the thumbsticks and like the the D-pad and as well as the the buttons as well. So I had to constantly keep pushing buttons to figure out which one I was even doing, kind like, kind of thing. And that loses precious seconds because yeah, if, if you don't, there was a couple times where I got sort of right to the end of it, but I just ran out of time because I was fucking around trying to figure out which one I was trying to do. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's not fun. And it goes on for like four or five times and it's just, yeah, it sucks. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. It's gross. Um, mm. The Space Invader stuff is like, again, it's, it's, it's hard. And once you do beat it, you kind of do feel like, hey, this is kind of cool. But again, like, does it need to be in there three? Do you need three times of like five different levels of like this Space Invader type gameplay? Um, no. I don't. I, I didn't play. I didn't want to go play Battletoads to play fucking Space Invaders. If I wanted to play Space Invaders, I'd go play Space Invaders. Um, so. <laughs> like, um, and then there's another. There's yeah. Like there are a couple of good ones where you kind of do like like boring like boring tasks. Like there's a bit in the story where they kind of give up fighting, um, and they go and do these like basic sort of jobs, and you kind of got to do yeah these like simple tasks, and it's it's kind of it's humorous and fits in with sort of the style that it's going for. It's not overly fun. Because they're obviously they're boring, boring jobs, but um, it kind of feels it fits better, kind of thing. Uh, like it, like it fits in with the story. And then there's another one a bit later on. It's kind of like these mini Olympic kind of things. And one of the most of them are pretty simple, really. Like like they're not too difficult, but there's always a couple or like one or two here and there that um are just harder than others. And there was one that I really did I struggled with for quite a while. I was like, this is not fucking Battletoads. This is bullshit. This is what this is. Uh, but, but I beat it. <clears throat> and then right sort of towards the end, I'll wrap it up. There's like these puzzly platforming sections and it's in a weird kind of way. It reminds me of Far Cry 5. Those uh, little sequences with the female. I can't remember her name, but those like dreamlike sequences. Um, you're kind of chasing after this girl, I think, and yeah, you go through these puzzly platform things, and it's just, it's like three of them, and you're like, mm, like, like there's a big chunk of not beat 'em up. Like I haven't done any beat 'em up for like a couple of hours now. What feels like a couple of hours because of how long it's taken me to do these mini games, and yeah. Um, the story, uh, like, sorry, like the like the the writing's quite cool. Like it's not super funny but it, like you know it's it's just like one of those cartoons it just sort of has that kind of 
humor to it and like it's it's all pretty good like it's a, it's a good game i'm still having fun with it but there are elements that i just i think that maybe microsoft or whoever rare probably weren't super confident that, that it could that this that the gameplay it had could carry it itself for x amount of hours and it felt like maybe it had to pad it out a bit with these extra bits and i feel like these extra bits to kind of take away from what makes the game good um so yeah i mean i haven't finished it yet but i'm definitely based on what i can tell i reckon i'm right right near the end yeah is it like half beat-em-up half mini games or is it the mini games are scattered between the beat-em-up levels well, so yeah, so you do like a beat-em-up level, uh, like a stage, and then it kind of, it might have like a little cutscene kind of thing, and like, and, and it's all well done, and then 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 you might have like a, like a little mini-game kind of thing. Um, yeah. And I, and I reckon the mini-games take me fucking longer than the actual levels. Um, <laughs> and when there's like, when they throw in waves of uh, character, uh, sorry, enemies, you like that's when you kind of like fuck this would be like like it does get kind of hard here and there and and like all the enemies have different um attacks as well so you might yeah they might have stuff that electrocutes you or they throw like axes at you stuff like that like all the enemies all the character design it's it's excellent um and you like you just wish that you could play this with someone else because that's just yeah rather than um because obviously with lockdown and shit like can't really have people over yeah makes couch co so, a bit tricky um but yeah i don't know what i'm going to give yet it's probably going to be a seven or a seven and a half yeah uh, i want to say like i i, I kind of like i want to give it more but those elements that bring it down they they, mm. they do they've just they've almost ruined it like i felt like that that like that mini game with the all the different mini games inside it like this i'll show you a picture like i like i took a screenshot um it just yeah like that that really sucked the like the life out of me because i just kind of did like a space invader so basically it goes from like space invader to this mini game to this um platforming thing to like a mini game to this bullshit uh space invader <laughs> to this other mini game you're like mate i just want to fucking beat up enemies with battle toads yeah um, yeah but uh you know i mean check it out on game pass like it's actually that's there yeah, that's i did think about this before i did kind of do a little bit more pre-planning of what i'm going to talk about which is why i probably i'm talking for uh, so long but it feels like it's a game pass game i don't right. want to i don't want to that to sound like it's a knock on the game but you, like, you know it's kind of like that crackdown 3 kind of game where it's a good fit for game pass yeah um, Whereas I can't see myself, I can't see, I couldn't recommend people paying forty bucks for this, for example, based sure. on what I'm playing. Like I think it's good. I think I think diehards are probably, you know, real real big fans. But yeah, like I'd be like if you got a choice between this and Streets of Rage Four, like I'd be going number four all the time because the this yeah like the soundtrack in Battletoads, there's not really like a soundtrack. So you know, just that whole experience of. Uh, Streets of Rage was just a lot better, but um, yeah, there you go. I'll uh, wrap it up for you. Yeah, nice. Um, does Thanks, anyone mate. else have any other questions? <laughs> um, nah, I'm I'm still like I'll play it. Like again, mm. like being on Game Pass is good. It means I don't have to invest in it. Really, mm. I can give it a crack, and if I don't like it, I'll I'll stop. But I'm keen to check it out. Like the art style does look super cool. Yeah, like the art style is fan- like I think it's fantastic. Like it's mm. 
it's excellent. It's probably it almost remind. There are some uh, like animations and stuff that kind of remind me of Cuphead. Um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't have that sort of nineteen thirties twenties look to it, but I like that. Yeah. I st- that aesthetic that that style though, where it's like yeah. it looks like it's an animated and film, and like the, like the animations and shit that, that they kind of do. Yeah, it's just it's awesome. Like it's just it looks really good, and um, it's just a shame that the I don't know they felt that they that they could they couldn't. Yeah, don't know. Mm. Anyway, um, I also reviewed William Morgan and the Curse of Bone Town. I gave it a seven out of ten. If you want to read the review, it's up on the website. Pretty much, basically what I said from the preview. Uh, story <clears throat> ended a bit. With a kind of a shitty sort of twist. I wouldn't know if actually shitty is probably the wrong word. A silly twist. It was a bit kind of, yeah, it's a bit like far fetched and a bit stupid. But overall, if you enjoy point and clicks, you should maybe give that a crack when it's on sale. Um, I think that, yeah, that's all. I don't think anyone else is reviewing anything. Yeah, I did it again. Anything? Oh no! Oh, um, no! Actually, uh, if you do, <clears throat> excuse me. I was actually going to do the review for Piggy Blinders Mastermind, but Kieran Stockton's doing that. Uh, his review—I've oh, actually read it uh, already. It's pretty good. Uh, he f- feels very much the same way I did in the preview. Uh, very cool game. Like those time manipulation mechanics are, are, are very cool, but it's a very—it doesn't fit as a Piggy Blinders game. I actually don't know what score he's given. I think maybe a seven. Don't hold me to that. But his review will be out now if you listen to the podcast. Um, so you can check that out. Let's go on to talk about some news. And we'll kind of fly through because there's a few here. So we'll fly through some of the the older and not so important ones first. Um, I guess we'll start with the bad. Or not, not so much the bad news, but the, the not overly uh, exciting news. But uh, Assassin's Creed... Um, Fuck, I've got the... What's what's the new one called? Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Uh, the creative director for that, Ashraf Ishmael, has been fired from Ubisoft. Um, mm. For, uh, yeah, just there's been a, a string of kind of um, infidelity uh, allegations. Um, so infidelity and allegedly selling... Not selling, but oh, yes, giving so away... I mean, uh, classified as Assassin's Creed info in exchange for sex. Yeah. Which um, is... Using his uh, position um, to kind of get it easy, uh, as you would. Um, I mean, yeah. There's things that yeah, Zach which... would do for insider information on video games, <laughs> but... <laughs> Mate, if someone said to me, you can find out about the Order sequel if you do... Toasty! Then... Toasty! <laughs> <laughs> Any anywhere you want, Toasty. or you want me to? Toasty. Oh, wow! <laughs> this this I'm glad you're editing this a week. Real turn. Um, no, I would do things for. Sorry, <laughs> okay. I, we get the point. Jesus. Um, but yeah, so he yeah been very naughty. Um, he's out. He's out. I think. Uh, and Kira and I, we've had a. I wouldn't say a debate, but we've had a discussion just on this, and um, my like my feeling is that, I mean that that whole selling of info for for 
good times is yeah that's that's shit that's not on and I actually didn't really I wasn't really aware of that I did know that he was using his position as director to kind of um, get laid but yeah I didn't know it was he was giving up info that yeah that's that makes it a bit different but I think yeah in terms of the infidelity thing I think he, that probably has just been um, even though cheating is bad like it's been an unfortunate it's been caught up in the other bigger and badder uh sexual harassment yeah. stuff that, that's uh, yeah. going on and unfortunately he's just kind of you know uh, brought the company's name further into kind of disrepute there and uh, yeah I mean it, like it doesn't surprise me really like given the context of what Ubisoft is going through and how they're trying to clean house kind of thing so um, mm. so yeah he's been uh, given the boot whether he turns up again somewhere else who knows um, but yeah uh, he directed Origins and Valhalla, at least most of Valhalla. I don't know if he finished. He's directed he finished. Or not. Oof. I don't know if that's on. Okay. Um, right, let's move on. Uh, Sabre to uh, Sabre Interactive, um, who are owned by Embracer Group who were formerly called THQ Nordique something or other, um, who owned THQ, THQ Nordique before Embracer Group then changed their name to Embracer Group because they were I'm also lost. THQ yeah, Nordique <laughs> to, confu- to stop the confusion about the THQ Nordique. To stop what so confusion? They're, so, they're now, so they're now Embracer Group. So Embracer Group own all the companies below them, which includes... includes, includes <laughs> THQ, Nordic, Deep Silver, etc. They also own Saber Interactive, who have gone out, opened their wallet, and bought 4A Games, uh, which are the directors. Directors? There are the developers. This is just of, like a pyramid scheme of game developers. Yeah, they are the rights holder to the Metro license, and um, mm. yeah, like Jordan. Jordan got had a little inside Heinz source on that one. Um, got the scoop. Um, but yeah, that's uh, I'll, I'm surprised. Um, I don't know if I'm more surprised that Four A Games have been bought out, or that they've been bought out by Saber Interactive. Like, because Saber, uh, like among obviously a lot of other stuff, but they're the ones who ported The Witcher to Switch, right? Uh, I believe so. I believe they also did Shaq Fu. Shout outs. Oh <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, we we did talk about that. Um, they also did. Um, What's that, what's that PS3 game that I pretended to like for a long time? Never dead. Oh, I hate that game. <laughs> um, oh, no, the upside uh, inversion. Oh, inversion. Was that them? That was them. I oh. didn't. I don't, didn't mind it, but it's one of those games where I'm like, I'm trying to force myself to like it more than I actually do like it. It's not good. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's. Uh, um, yeah, I'm just surprised that I thought you know if anyone's going to buy four A games, it might be someone like five um, A. Hey, like uh, Microsoft, you know, because they they've sort mm. of always had that sort of connection with Metro there. But um, it sounds like nothing's going to change. Like it's just that it'll just be running as the same. Though I guess they just report to a different. Uh, they report to people now rather than just just internally. So um, there you go. There's that um <clears throat> a couple of older bits of news vampire 
the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 has been delayed. It was meant to come out this year sometime, but that has been moved to 2021, which is um, disappointing because that's probably one of the games I'm keen for most that was still uh, still to come this year. But it's kind of also not surprising. Uh, firstly, based, I guess, on the feedback that, that they got from that, that Xbox third-party showcase. Yeah. Mm. Uh, but I think that was just the fact that it's not a triple A budget game. Like it's it's like a, it's a double A kind of budget game. So, but the but the other thing I think is it moves it out of that busy period of new consoles, Cyberpunk, you know, Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed, um, which is maybe it's you know, I mean maybe that's a bit generous to sort of say that, but I feel like it probably needs its own breathing space mm. a little yeah. bit because um, yeah for sure. Uh, and maybe it'll allow them to kind of touch up that uh, next-gen enhanced version a bit better. Uh, Halo Infinite is also being delayed as well into 2021. No date given for that one either, apart from just 2021. Um, again, not surprising, uh, given that the um, the response to their first-party games showcase thingy, it was looked, looked bad. Like, and I'm not really a, a big... Well, I'm not really a Halo fan, so I thought it kind of looked a bit avo. But um, yeah, no, I think it looked the the general feeling is that it looked a bit dated. Um, so yeah, this this time, this extra time will just allow them to kind of polish up and make it look as good as they fix can. Fix up Craig. Fix up, <laughs> fix up Craig. Um, it's funny. Well, not sorry, not funny, but it's. Um, they do mention here that yeah, like COVID has been a definitely had a big impact on that. Um, yeah, hmm. which I don't. I think did they say that that's why they only they used the PC to run the game? Did they say it was because of COVID as well? Yeah, uh, might have been. I didn't hear that, but yeah, I think I might be making that up. Sorry, Phil. Uh-huh. Um, uh, also, in older news, Rocksteady sort of teased their new game, which is going to be a Suicide Squad game, perhaps maybe yeah, featuring sorry. Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no, Superman. Sorry, damn. It. Oh um, Jesus! With a with a tweet. Um, yeah. Just sort of, yeah. Just had when's a... when's Fandom? Is it like this week? Uh, yeah, week? starts this week. Um, and the both the the new Batman game from WB and this Suicide Squad game will be unveiled on Sunday this Sunday. Are you nice. are you bummed that Rocksteady are doing a Super Squad Suicide Squad <laughs> sorry rather than a Batman game? No, <laughs> I'm I'm keen as a bean for it. Um, I'm happy for for WB to have another crack at um, at Batman. Because although Arkham Origins wasn't the best in the series by any stretch of the imagination, it was still good. Mm. Um, so I'm keen for them to have another crack at it. And I'm just happy for Rocksteady to kind of do what they like with the DC license. Um, yeah. Especially when it means bringing some some lesser known characters to the forefront as well. I think they, they'll probably have a bit more leeway as to what they can do with the characters as well, I would imagine. Um, so yeah, I'm keen to see what they do with it. I'm very excited. All right, question without notice. You've got ten seconds to think about it. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you thirty seconds to think about it, and then you've got to give me a thirty-second pitch. 
if Rocksteady came to you and said, we're making a Suicide Squad... Oh, I can't even say that word. <laughs> I can't even talk tonight. Suicide Squad game. Yeah. What's it going to be? And you had to tell them what you want it to be. Um, I've already got mine. All right. You you can both give me give me an answer. Have a think for a, a few seconds there and we'll just jump to some other quick, quick news. Um, there's been uh, Australian Games... Terrible. Australian game box art uh, has been updated, or like new ratings and stuff have come out, uh, and they will now have to disclose and display that there are in-game purchases uh, on that little uh, rating sort of uh, bit there. As if there so, wasn't already enough like fucking information on the, on some of those things. Games. Jesus. Um, so yeah, press start sort of writes about it here that the Australian Race Board has ruled that all games featuring microtransactions or in-game purchases will need to highlight them on the box art going forward. This comes from it came from Reddit. Uh, this will only be required for games going forward, which uh, sorry, so older games won't need them. Uh, you can see in the Marvel Australia, uh, Marvel Avengers. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty much it. If you want to go read that, you can. I love but just yeah, listening to you read things, just <laughs> quietly. Um, yeah. Basically, any game with yeah, in-game purchases will need to be displayed. Um, mm. So, I imagine quite a quite a few games Everything. will have to <laughs> have to add that. Four guys. Um, does four guys have? Does yeah. it in-game? It does, does it? Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's very in, like unintrusive, and you almost definitely don't need it. But yeah, there's almost there. no point to it. But yeah, it's fine. All right, I'll give you another uh, another thirty seconds to a minute there to think on your pitches. Um, probably even some disappointing news this week or last week. I can't remember when it came out, but Control, um, the game that Oof. I pledged and I will definitely play this year because mm. I'm keen as a bean. Uh, Control will not be a free upgrade for uh, next gen consoles, so. If you are wanting to experience control on your next gen unit, you'll need to buy the game again. The only kind of uh, good thing here is that the next gen version will con- uh, <clears throat> include all the DLC. So it's called the Control. Sorry, it's Control Ultimate Edition, uh, and will include both expansions and all this content. Again, reading off press start shout out. Remedy has announced Control Ultimate Edition, which will release on PS4, Xbox One, Epic Game Store on September 10th and Steam on August 27th. Package will include the Foundations as well as AWE, the soon-to-be-released Alan Wake crossover expansion. Uh, it's been confirmed that you will only get a free upgrade to the next-gen version of on either Xbox Series X or PS5 if you purchase the Ultimate Edition. Mm. So if you own the original, um, which is surprising. I, I, I find that yeah, I, I wonder because that would that's got to be a, a 505, yeah, games, yeah, yeah, they're the publisher, it's got to be their, their call to do that. I'm not sure if Remedy wouldn't really have much sort of say. Um, yeah, it's I think the thing that annoys me the most about it, like mm. it's disappointing, but it's also like sure, whatever, like it's still, I guess, it's I guess it's a good value package if you haven't already played the game. Mm. Um, but and like they, devs don't have to give away their next gen games for free no. like realistically if they don't want to if they've if they put in work to update it sure um, 
but they like this announcement's come before the like the AWE DLCs come out. So before people have finished getting the content they paid for the first time, mm-hmm. they're already yeah. telling people that they have to pay for the content again. Yeah, that's yeah, what sucks. annoys me. Like, if the DLC was done and dusted, like, six months ago, and they were like, hey, we're bringing out a next-gen version with all the DLC, like, sure. But it's so current. What if... I don't, I'm not sure if we have discussed this before in, like, um, play, no, sorry, not playtism, predictions and stuff, but what if developers or publishers charge, like, a next-gen unlock, like a $10 fee that you just pay, and then that unlocks the game next gen so you don't have to go pay but you, but you do still pay this kind of nominal fee yeah i mean i guess that's again it's kind of like i think it's deep, yeah i think it's just like there's just a nightmare of different systems for mm. doing that like for like you know like the, the way that they license digital games on the online stores mm. is different on every platform and you know f- figuring out like the logistics of people's physical copies and and doing all that shit i think it's just like it's easier for them to just start fresh on most things unless they've baked yeah. that into the design of the game from the first, yeah. like from when they started making it. Yeah. Um, See, I was just saying before, but like it'd be good if, if you've already owned the game, all you had to buy was like a season pass. Yeah. Thing, and then you could buy that for the Series X or whatever. And it just, yeah. Yeah. And you still use your base copy. So you are still paying for more new content, but um, anyway, mm. um, and just on that, Kina, a warrior princess, uh, <laughs> also known as a was it a bridge, bridge of spirits, bridge of spirits, uh, that will be a timed uh, upgrade for people. Just getting this uh, article, which I found here on a site called uh, well-play.com.au. Yeah, basically, uh, it's like if you own the PS4 version there'll be like a window of when the PS5 upgrade releases mm. where you'll be able to upgrade for free, mm. which is cool. And they, um, since I published that story the first time around, they also kind of talked about a few of the enhancements, which is like obviously faster loading is a big one, um, but like haptic feedback and 3D audio and, and better visuals and stuff. So that's cool. It also mm. paints a picture that they're still on track to be releasing this game before the PS5 launches. So, that's exciting, because that means yeah, it's coming that, soon. That's only yeah, it's only a couple months. Yeah, yeah right. Um, where are we? All right, let's let's go to your your pitches. Uh, who wants to hit me first? I'm I'm just gonna like I I'm not actually gonna be a part of this, but I know this was this was aimed at Adam, but I just wanted to jump in with, uh, Suicide Squad themed Twisted Metal clone. Oh, yeah, go on. Like a, make that happen. Like I like a, that. Like an edgy superhero fucking... Uh, what's that? Looney Tunes? <sighs> Wacky Races? Wacky Races, yeah. <laughs> Good. I mean, I'm keen um, on that. Yeah, that's, I just wanted to say that. I'm actually... It's all on you, Adam. Yeah, mate. Mm. Um, it'll most likely have co-op in it, so it will be similar to... I'm guessing it's going to be similar to the Avengers game. Um, but the the difference being that anyone who knows anything about the Suicide Squad is that the members die really frequently. Um, so instead of you pick a, a character at the beginning of the mission, um, you'll have this big gallery of people you can play as and you'll just be able to swap out 
as for for new characters as they have their their heads blown off um and single player if you wanted to do that as well you can do a similar sort of thing that rocksteady did um you could play as uh robin and catwoman and um nightwing in some of the the arkham games you could just have it as a, a similar feature that you could switch out between characters and if they die they die that's fine you keep moving on nice I like the idea that it's almost like a battle royale and then you just like, if your person perishes, you just go play someone else. Yeah, exactly. They've got such a, a huge roster. You could just, uh, most of the people would be dispensable anyway. <laughs> Why not? Talking about the real game, I'm, I'm pretty keen to play as Harley Quinn in whatever yeah, style of game it ends up being. I'm like, on, I'm, on, on, I'm on a Harley train at the moment since Birds of Prey <laughs> came out and since I watched the animated series. How good's Birds of Prey? That, it's fucking that movie awesome. Is great. Shout outs. Haven't seen it. Oof. Sauce. Uh this story comes from our very own Zach Reardon. Uh sports story has been delayed. A lot Cancel. of delays. Cancelled. Oh. It's been cancelled. <laughs> Sport. Um but during a Nintendo Indie World presentation. Wait, sorry, I'm reading this verbatim. Last December, we found out that the popular golf story was getting a sequel. The announcement trailer for Sports Story gave us a glimpse into the sequel where not only would you play golf, but also a myriad of other sports, as well as as well as well giving a tentative release window of mid-2020. After missing that release window, the developers of Sports Story Sidebar Games have now updated fans, um, saying that the game has been delayed. And there is no new release date just yet. But um, Zach here writes that he's keen for the team to take their time and finish up the game to their standards. Uh, I have no idea what this game is. Um, Kieran, are you into this? I actually haven't played Golf Story, but it's it's essentially like a isometric pixel art JRPG with sports in it so like right if i that's my understanding anyway so like if if like the old super nintendo final fantasy games instead of battling you played golf or you know in the new one a variety of different sports there you go so i'm actually pretty i i need to get around to playing golf story i have it on my switch and i just never touched it so i should do that three weeks yep challenge three weeks off to play four guys (laughs) Um, where are we so Kieran do you want to take the lead on this Skyward thing this Skyward Uh, thing this Skyward thing Uh, sure hang on let me just do what you do and just read the news off of someone else's website hang on (laughs) (laughs) did everyone get that we're all good wow um uh amazon leaking stuff they leaked need for speed hot pursuit remastered uh and now they've leaked skyward sword on the switch potentially uh i think it was amazon uk um had a listing up i mean it they do weird shit like this all the time so it could be nothing um but it would make a lot of sense for them to port across skyward sword i guess because uh they use, I guess it uses motion controls primarily and the, the Switch has the functionality for that. 
Um, and I feel like Skyward Sword's a little bit of like a, a underdog entry in the series. I didn't really like it that much, but I know a lot yeah, of people love either. it. Um, and I mostly didn't like it because of how forced the motion controls felt, but that was like, that was when Wii was at its peak. I feel like now I I might be a little bit more uh, accepting of it now that not every single game has motion controls. You think you're, you're ready to waggle again? I think I am. And the Joy-Cons, <laughs> the Joy-Cons are a lot better than the, the, the Wiimote, so... All right, gun to your head. If you had to choose between Skyward Sword and Twilight Princess, one of them. Oh, Twilight one. Princess hands down. Yeah, my man. Every other game, every other Zelda game except Twilight Princess uh, and Breath of the Wild is trash. So, 3D yeah, Zelda man. games. We have almost the exact same opinion. Yes. Um, but yeah, it, it, it'd be cool to see that. Um, and it is quite a pretty game as well. So, it'd be nice to see that upscaled. But fingers crossed that they do all of the other good Zeldas. Please. Twilight Princess. Twilight Princess. Shout outs to that. Um, all right. Firewatch is getting another stab at a film adaptation. Uh, I didn't even know that there was a film coming out, but now that I read this article on Eurogamer, shout outs, um, it does sort of ring a bell, but yeah, no, I would have well forgotten that just says that um the the first news of a of a firewatch film was in 2016 when campo santo existed now yeah who who are now owned by valve um signed a deal with the production company but when that production that that production company uh joined lionsgate they basically the rights went back to to campo and since then it's been nothing um but it looks like that another production company called Snoot Entertainment, um, which sounds like an interesting name, um, they have apparently taken on the uh, the rights um, to sort of make that film. And they do say here that it'll stick fairly closely to the plot of the game, focusing on Fire Lookout Henry, who is stationed in Wyoming, in the Wyoming wilderness of eighteen fuck of nineteen eighty nine, hanging out with Delilah by handheld radio. Um, cool, yeah. Like I'd, I'd I'd be keen to see this. I mean, the first game is pretty much a movie anyway, but um, I'd be keen to see like it actually brought to life. Kieran, you know, yeah, you're a big fan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like you said, the the game itself is, I guess, a passive enough experience. Mm. Um. But I don't know how much story there is really there to pad out something that you're not playing. Yeah, I really mm. don't know whether it needs to be a film. Like, I get that it'd be nice for people that don't play games to experience the story because it it's, a, it's a lovely game with a, a, a great yeah. narrative. But I just... A shit I ending. <laughs> All right, mate. Shut up. Um, yeah, I guess like, I guess if... Like of all the games to be getting an adaptation, like I wouldn't have expected Firewatch. So like that yeah. that might mean that they've got some kind of amazing idea. Well, maybe they're like they've um, sort of expanding on Henry's like backstory or Delilah's backstory and stuff like that. Maybe. Um, yeah. Don't know, because like it's been a while since I played it, but didn't Henry? Was having problems with his 
wife or they just broken up or something like that. Um, yeah, I mean, there's like, there's a lot of backstory there that you can tap yeah. into, but that was, I guess, like that not being a thing is part of the appeal as well. So yeah, who knows? I'd watch it regardless. Yeah, I just want to play um, Firewatch again now. Yeah, same. Yeah, well, I was thinking like not recently, but a few months ago, I was like, oh, I might. Because I've got the copy from Limited Run. Mm. I was like, oh, I nice. kind of want to play like Firewatch again, eh? But just never had the chance. Um, cool. Uh, let's flick through these other ones pretty quickly. Oh, there's a story here about Epic. Uh, if you haven't, it's been all over the news. So if you haven't seen this by now, then you're If blind. this is where you're getting that news... Yeah, then... Like, I don't know. Where are on. you? How do you only have access to this podcast and nothing else? <laughs> um, basically, yeah. So, I don't know the full details of what's going on. I've only sort of caught headlines. Um, so, I'm not, I'm not sure if, Kieran, if you're more onto this. Well, I thought I was, but it's it's still it's still an ongoing thing, I guess. Yeah, it's, and there's, it's there's like a... There's a lot of polit- politics in play. Mm. There's a lot of like conspiracy theories, um, but yeah, essentially, uh, Epic decided to go toe to toe with Apple uh, over their walled garden approach to app releases. Um, obviously, you know, for for context, Fortnite uh, being made available through. Uh, the official app store on on iOS or on Android uh, through Google Play means that um, those platform holders take a cut of the microtransactions that uh, go through Fortnite. Um, I think Google Play is the same, but but for Apple it's thirty percent, which is like a, yeah. you know a fairly substantial cut. Um, that is a fair for way. for smaller developers. That's a lot of money. For Epic, it's not really anything, but they've decided to you know take it to apple and and start a dispute over it and i think in the past like epic has actually made fortnite available through side loading on on both platforms so you download it outside of the official stores which obviously is a security concern for those platform holders but also means that they don't get their cut um so there's like there's yeah there's a lot of politics at play um and it's gotten to a point where epic is basically got in-game propaganda videos at play that kind of demonize apple and it's almost like they're i guess like a lot of people have been saying you know they're, they're sort of weaponizing their tween age fan base which is kind of worrying um but yeah there's a lot of sides to the story there's a lot of people mm-hmm. that think that you know epic is doing good for the industry by kind of taking down those walls and there's a lot of people that would say that you know it's a billion dollar company versus a billion dollar company so it's not about that um it's just swinging that big dick around basically yeah i mean um, epics ever since they got into the the platform game with like the epic store and pc and stuff like that's they've they've been just trying to disrupt it. the industry wherever they mm. can and like there's there's good things that come out of that obviously you know leaving companies like apple and google and stuff unchecked they they just monopolize more and more so it's it's good mm. that they're being disrupted but yeah the actual intentions behind everything is still well, a bit of yeah, an unknown so basically, but so what ash has written here for for well played here um shout outs to well played 
is that they've basically removed the they've done like a direct payment so you don't pay through the app store or the the play store to yeah. get V bucks or whatever you sort of pay epic directly but also but it mentions here so by bypassing this they can lower the cost of of V bucks so the the player or the buyer or whoever's yeah paying the credit card bill that the eight-year-old has flogged um they're saving money kind of thing like they're, yeah you know, they're, they're like which is good like if if it means that that, that i mean maybe it's not a good thing because that means people might buy more of them but you know um if it if not having those restrictions or fees or whatever means that the, mm. the, the players save money then, then i guess that's a good thing but yeah i guess if you're um, being cynical you would be like well if if they weren't trying to you know demonize apple would they actually yeah. reduce the cost of that stuff mm, maybe but I don't you know. know but um yeah so what's happened is that so apple's gone well you can get off the app store kind of things and they've they've pulled fortnite uh, both Google and Apple have pulled Fortnite from the from the, the stores. But what's happening now is that Apple, there's like a, it's like an injunction or something like that to do with with um, with Epic and Epic are now saying that this injunction or this legal matter will basically mean that any like Unreal tools, uh, so any un- Unreal developed game stuff might like they won't be able to use the tools anymore to have yeah. it on iOS. So this might affect like a shitload of games that are on, you know, the app store and maybe even a- Apple Arcade. Like, I don't know. I'm not too yeah. sure how many games are on there. So so not only does it now, is it just a big, you know, a big dick swinging contest, it's now going to potentially affect indie developers and little developers and people who are just starting out, you know, they've, they've downloaded Unreal for free and uh, just piecing together, you know, the code just to make a game and, flogging it on whatever just to try and learn and to start something and now potentially going to have their games pulled or whatever um, because of this beef which is and that's where it gets a bit shitty I think um, yeah yeah absolutely and I think in in, uh, I don't really know whose side I'm on uh, I guess it's kind of like it's Apple's platform it's Apple's store they can kind of have those rules so you know if mm. Uh, Epic wants to have Fortnite on the iOS. They've got to basically agree to iOS's terms, kind of thing. Which, yeah. Um, but then, but I think this this move by Apple to be like uh, that that may force indie developers and other people using those tools to kind of have their games affected. I think that's a bit of a dick move as well. Anyway, let's move on from Epic. Um, unless Adam, you got any thoughts? You're a big Fortnite guy, yeah? Oh, absolutely not. I could not give a shit about playing Fortnite on your phone, but I think it's a, yeah, it's a bit of a rubbish situation for for people who do. And like you said, for for smaller devs, it's the implications are really rough. So it sucks. Yeah, I would definitely like to, I'm actually going to look into that. I would love to see what, how that potentially could affect Apple Arcade games, but that's a matter for another time. Uh, Quickly, one last thing before we go into probably the biggest bit of news. Uh, The Atari VCS. I actually forgot this even was a thing. Yes, yeah, uh, console is coming in Australia and will cost eight forty nine in Australia, which is fucking huge. That's uh, and also six nine nine. Sorry, uh, there are, there are two versions there. Um, yeah, that's next gen money. 
I know, right? That's and that's this actually makes me worry for what the cost of <laughs> could be. Like, you know, can you imagine Phil and Big Mister Worldwide sitting there going, "Well, if if Atari can flog eight forty nine for that fucking piss ant thing they got going on, um, we can charge a th- you know a grand." Um, but it's it hasn't. I think. I vaguely recall reading something about how this has had a pretty turbulent kind of development or whatever. Um, I could be wrong, but... Um, yeah, is anyone keen for this Atari? Mm, nah. It looks real nice, um, aesthetically. Like, it's, yeah. it's very cool. Um, but there is just no chance in hell I'm spending almost $1,000 on a fucking Atari. That's got to be like... You'd have to wonder if they've gone... They're like they've done the figures and gone. Yeah, we can get it for eight forty nine, and then surely someone's gone. Yeah, but do you reckon anyone's going to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I guess that's like going to be a, a lot of that will factor into why it's so expensive as well. It's a niche product. Yeah. It is. Um, is it? Is it? Is it? Is it if they're 8, not making the numbers of the other consoles. Like because the other thing that that totally just blows my mind blows my little tiny tasmanian now melbourne mind is that this is coming out in november when yeah next gen consoles are coming out like yeah if this was get, a like, year ago maybe they would have sold some but but to launch at the exact same month when ps5 and series x are coming out i think that is just that's insanity i find that to be just crazy uh, but if, they've, if they if they get halo infinite though in november Come to the ahead Atari. of Xbox, You're yeah, in. exclusive. That's so. That's why it got delayed. Time timed exclusive for the Atari VCS. <laughs> it looks like an Atari game anyway. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> so the eight forty nine all in bundle includes the Atari VCS console joystick and the Atari VCS modern controller, which actually looks looks quite nice. Um, the the joystick and controller one hundred and ten bucks each. Wowza. Um, and. It I'm trying to read the console will be well, yeah will be launching in two different platforms. Um, Atari World will house over a hundred home and arcade classics, while the Atari PC Sandbox mode will essentially turn your console into a PC that can run Windows and other operating systems to enjoy get PC gaming on your big screen. So I guess in terms of that, that, that that's okay, but it is only a lower a lower powered PC there. Um, yeah, I'm not keen. Bizarre. Don't get why it's so expensive. I mean, I, I like I get what you're saying, but I don't get why you'd launch at that price. And I don't get why you'd launch in, in November. To me, that's just killing it before it even comes out. Speaking of the Atari, where's the little crank? Where's that? What was that little... Ah, oh, the one from Playdate. Playdate. Oldmates? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I forgot about Playdate. Is that coming out? I don't know. Uh, all right. Biggest news probably of the week. Probably the most newest and relevant news as well, maybe. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is getting an online co-op DLC. Yeah, boy. For free. Yeah. Um, now, I've not played Ghost of Tsushima since the first hour in the first week. Uh, so, Kieran, do you want to jump on this one? Because you can probably sell it a bit better. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it's I, I guess like they've only kind of just announced the basics of it. But essentially, they're doing... Uh, free dlc it's online co-op only it's not based in the main game it's kind of just like a like i guess like a spin-off separate standalone thing ah, okay. um where 
you and uh, one other mate or you and three other mates um, basically just doing like raid missions almost um, in your chosen style of, of character. So there's like samurai, hunter, ronin or assassin um is your, your your different classes um but yeah so i think there's i think there's like two modes i think there's like a two-player co-op mode where you take on like story kind of missions yeah um and then there's like a four-player mode which is like more raids um or like you know wave-based kind of survival stuff so it's interesting um i like that it when i first read like co-op dlc i was like my, my mind immediately went to just like having another person in like the standard game like running around with you i was like no nah, i don't like that at all um but i like this it's cool it's like a separate separate experience for people that bought the game um mm. it's cool that it's free yeah and, and it's cool that um you know the the, the supporting it i guess a bit a bit more other than yeah i didn't game. i honestly didn't expect Tsushima to have mm. any DLC or no, really be supported like that post launch. Like people are banging on about Last of Us multiplayer. I don't give a shit about that. I like this this is oh, where I'm that, at. Um Did that come out? Nah. No, it's the sorry, They had that big update with permadeath and stuff. But yeah. nah, I'm all about this. Looks sick. Nice. Alright. That's the news for the week. Let's go into the off topics um then we'll wrap it up i guess after that uh, yeah first off topic mate playdate says that it's going to release in 2020 hopefully it literally says hopefully after the the date so <laughs> not coming out because how much do you reckon didn't they say how much that would roughly be or did i, I yeah no they they, they gave a price for it hang on let me have a look was it like, like two fifty US yeah, or something? One fifty US. So like, ah. yeah, she's she's expensive for two fifty. Yeah, but that's, I think like like that's kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. That's definitely not eight hundred and fifty bucks though. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. So off topics. Does anyone? I mean, Karen and I we haven't really done anything apart from work. Um, Your boy. Have you watched? I watched Prince of Egypt twice this week. Was that sorry? I've watched Prince of Egypt twice this week. (laughs) Nice. That's all I've done. (laughs) I fell asleep the first time. (laughs) Good. Classic. Um, I've not seen that film for years and years. I what did what sparked it? I said something on Twitter. Um, Ah, I tweeted about how. There's no better film score than the the Land Before Time, because I watched that. Good. Um, and then my cousin brought up the fact that the Prince of Persia, like the set, the music from that, is also amazing. And I've been listening to a metal cover album of the Prince of Persia soundtrack what? a lot. Uh, really? Yeah, I'll, I'll put a link in the in the chat for you, mate. Please. Um, and so I watched the movie, and then I fell asleep, and then I watched it again. That's my off topics for the week. What a banger. Well, things I didn't think I'd hear, number one. Um, Adam, what do you got for us? Surely you've been doing something. Um, I introduced Key the other night to The Prestige. She had never watched that film. Uh, so is that, is that the one with the two... Two magicians? 
Uh, I yes, still haven't seen that. I was thinking, what, what's on with the group of magicians? It's got the guy. Ah, uh, now you yeah, see me. Facebook. Now you see me. Gross. Yeah, yeah, that one's a bit trash, but Jesse Eisenhower is is, is banging. Um, yeah, I, I had that on DVD. On DVD, look out! I did. How good? Um, but yeah, she she spotted the the big reveal uh, about half an hour before they revealed it, to which she was very excited about because she usually that usually goes over her wow. head completely. Um, I can't even recall what it was. Ah, won't spoil it here, mate. Some people might yeah. have, may not have seen oh, it. Fair. Um, but yeah, off the top of my head, that's that's my only real off topic. I'm still mm. kicking through community, still loving it. The show's hilarious. Nice. You reckon? I reckon it's so just hit and miss. Nah, I dig it. I reckon like, there's well, like a couple of good apps, and then it just it's the first three seasons are really, really good. Sorry. It kind of it, the first three. How far have you watched? Uh, I think we're at the arse end of the third season. Okay, cool. Yeah. You can probably stop oh, where you are. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering when it was going to hit that wall. Um, luckily, like we've been watching an episode here or there with like dinner or something like that. So it's been pretty passive watching anyway. Yeah. So it's yeah, kind cool. of the perfect You'll be show fine. for that. Yeah. You don't have to pay attention to it a great deal. It's just kind of on in the background. Um, yeah. Glad to know it's about to take a giant turd so thanks for that kieran, kieran welcome I, I swear i've asked you before but i can't remember the answer i think the answer is yes adam same question yeah have you ever seen party down no, no. doesn't ring a bell oh, i don't know right, what that okay. is i reckon you'd like it you should check it out it's kind of old but it's not it's um oh, it's got paul it's rudd in it. hang on or oh, it's created it's by, by paul rudd look out it's basically it's got um i can't think of the main guy's name um, but it's essentially about a group of wannabe kind of fringe actors that work for a catering company, and it's just about them. Yeah, I'm loving it. Um, working for this company, and it's it's pretty funny. Um, it's got uh, I don't know oh, again. I, I can't remember the name, but the the older lady from uh, Glee, Glee, Jane. Jane Lynch. Oh yeah. Um, I hate her. Yeah, I don't hate her, but she just not, plays hateable characters. I think she's only in the first season of Party Down. She's not. Yeah, she's not overly great in it. But um, uh, but no, it's a good show. The main guy. Who's who's the main guy in it? What's his name? Uh, Adam Scott. Oh yeah. Okay, Adam I'm interested. Scott, yeah, yeah, yeah. Check it out. Like, just yeah, I think you um. Yeah, once I, I once like the, uh, the community but... well runs dry, maybe I'll jump on this. Mm. Um, for me, I have watched a couple of things actually. I've watched. I think I said to you guys a couple of weeks ago that I was I wanted to watch the Maya, uh, like the the Polish show. Uh, I start, I watched the first ep and I wasn't really a fan. She fell asleep. Um, I still am not convinced that that was because the show was terrible. Uh, I feel like she was just tired. Do you ever do uh, just hanging out with Polish you? Movies? Surely, is it dark? That's Polish as well. I feel like you. That's like that's that's German. Ah, uh, okay. So yeah. Pretty much right next to right next to one another. So, yeah. Uh, you yeah. yeah. We won't argue. Zach's a big fan of Poles. <laughs> What's that? Huh? <laughs> but how'd you how'd you go? Um, so Anna wasn't a fan. What about you? I didn't mind it. It didn't. 
I didn't mind it. It didn't um, didn't grab me like I thought it would. Basically, it's in this sort of rural Polish town. I think in the eighties, I think. Mm. And it's you play. Oh, you play. Um, you there's like a, a prostitute and a youth worker are murdered, and like it's about these two journalists. One's like an upcoming journalist, and one's like a veteran journalist. And it's obviously that it's obviously that, that the police are kind of feeding. Uh, the information that they want to get out there, um, and the older guy's kind of more like, this is just on the first step. Like he's he's more like, yeah, that's just you know, it is what it is kind of thing. Uh, whereas the young guy's kind of like, hang on a minute, like, this doesn't kind of add up, mm. like what's going on here. Yeah, and then it kind of ends. I mean, I'm keen to give it maybe another ep to see where it goes, but yeah, I can't say it. Um, tickle my tickle. I mean, tickle my pickle. What? <laughs> Uh, that much but uh, I also watched a a French show called The Chalet um, which I don't I don't think I like it but I'm intrigued by it Um, again it's set in this rural French town um, in and around a forest and people um, it's sort of set in two the first, I've only seen two, but it's said in like, in like two sort of time zones when this group of people were sort of children and then when they're adults. So they sort of, they all go away. They sort of leave this town when they're older and they come back sort of in, in this reunion almost like thing. Um, yeah, and there's just sort of these ongoings. I wouldn't, no, probably not, ongoings is probably the wrong word, but yeah, like there's just these weird things going on, like people are kind of getting killed in this small town. Um, which the which the main people don't know yet, but you see like a guy get kind of um, killed, and yeah, it's so it's like it's kind of interesting, but it's yeah, it's not it's not great so far. It's not it's not not amazing. Um, but you reckon you'll season three of the rain is out. I do want to watch that. It's a Danish show, um, so three shows, three foreign gigs. Uh yeah, we'll probably go. Maybe another app, but I don't know. Yeah, maybe we'll see. But um, what I didn't, actually didn't realise is that The Alienist Season 2 is out of that. So I'm keen to give that a watch. And also, the biggest one, Lovecraft County, is out, I think, yesterday. Oh, yeah, I meant to watch um, that. Yeah, so I'm going to give it a watch on the weekend. I'm kind of going to save that for, like, Saturday, kind of, you know, I'll go lay on the couch and give it a watch. Um, so report back next week, Karen, and we'll... Uh, discuss yeah boy um i think it's been getting good reviews uh is the whispers i've heard i haven't really read anything about it yet but um yeah i mean that's pretty much all i don't think i've sort of watched anything else yeah that's pretty much me um yeah nice nice shall we wrap it up there let's do it we shall Thank you for joining us on this episode 59 of the podcast. If you want to check out all the content, it's glorious. You'll enjoy it. It is www.well-played.com.au. Oh, if you're listening to this, you've got, well, at, like on, on the day that it's out or the weekend that it's out, you've got time to enter our competition. <laughs> nice. Uh, so, the competition, what is it that you ask? Um, uh, it is a Steel Series 
uh, sorry, in collaboration with Steel Series Australia. It's for a Neon Rider mouse pad. Neon Rider, the uh, quick Prism XL mouse pad, which was uh, one of only 2,556 made in the world and was never available for sale here. We're giving one away uh, along with the Sensei 10 Neon Rider mouse this week. Sexy. You've got to jump on our socials. Sorry. Get on all the socials. Get around it. Yeah, big shout-outs to Steel Series Australia there and the and the crew there. Big fans of the podcast. Uh, I know. They love it. Um, they sit there in the office every Friday morning, chuck on their, uh, well, probably at home at the moment, but chuck on their Steel Series headsets and just get around it. Just get right into it. <laughs> um, have a good weekend, everyone. Uh, check out Battletoads on Game Pass. It is out now, if you're listening. Is it? It'll be out on the 20th, yeah. 20th, oh, yeah, sorry. 20, 20th of June. What? Sick. August. Um, yeah, thank you for listening. Have a good weekend and stay safe. See you Bye. next week. Bye. Bye.